You're listening to Scoop Radio, powered by the Jewish Entertainment Network. 24 hours a day, six days a week. This is the Jewish Entertainment Network, playing all of your favorite oldies and new hits across the globe, 
This is Mike Boxer from 613 Jewish Acapella, and you're listening to... Good afternoon and welcome back to the Z-Report. You're tuned in to the J-Network Scoop Radio. We are glad to be back another spectacular week here. It is sunny and hot outside and it has been quite a spectacular week thus far. Sunday morning, I arrived early in the morning at Camp Ask for an amazing Camp Ask Experience Day, which is a day that they open up the camp to the public and to friends and family and alumni to come and visit the camp and see the grounds and see the campers. And it turned into a 36-hour marathon where they tried to reach $1 million, where 11 hours into the marathon, we reached the $1 million. And for the next 24 hours after that, we went on to reaching $1.5 million. It was spectacular. Experience Day ended with a massive concert in Camp Hask on a major stage. It was Mordecai Shapiro, Simcha Liner, Malach Cohn, and special guest Benny Friedman stopped by. It was the Yochi Briskman Orchestra, Choir by Mazamram. It was a spectacular event. You could probably still see it on their Facebook or YouTube pages. If not, uh, visit breakforhask.org. You can probably still see the video there on their website. It was an amazing day, an amazing time. They had ice cream trucks coming. They had uh, Rebaim coming by, giving away hot dogs and carnivals and circuses. It was truly, truly amazing and inspiring. And, of course, I thank Shmuley Modes, Rev Judah, Jonathan Sklar, Ben Epstein, and everybody who does an amazing job at Camp Ask for the job they do, and I'm happy that we were able to raise $1.5 million, although I'm sure they need a lot more than that, but it was stupendous. I arrived back late Monday evening, Tuesday evening yesterday. We had the 9 at 9, an amazing show, a lot of turnarounds, a lot of surprises, and we are back here yet again, Z-Report Live Right here, Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Start up bonus time with Mordecai Shapiro, Mika Shem. That was off his debut album. Got to tell you, watching Morty perform was just just magic. I love watching Morty. Uh, his debut album came out two years ago. Uh, it was an amazing. That happens to be a very good song. He did. Uh, he did, of course, Skar Mitzvah. I think he did Lee. He did um, Yachat, and people were just. It was just amazing. And I love Morty's shade. So Morty, great job. Today we have a spectacular show for you. We have literally more than half the show's brand new music. Menashe Lechtenstein with his debut single. Itzik Dadi with a brand new single. Morty Eisenstock from Montreal with a brand new single. The Kinderlach, their new album is hitting stores in the next few days. We've got a track for you. We have Shmuley Horowitz with his debut single. Avi Elson with a remix of Chosen Vikala, brand new single from Yosef Daniel. Yoni Z set to join us at the top of 12 o'clock hour. In-depth interview with his debut album. We have Sroy Lipschitz with a brand new song for Camp Kef. To the Greenwald with a brand new single from Martin Vidiker. Mayor Green with a brand new single. Joy Newcomb with a brand new single. Hello Mayor with his debut single. Rafal Ben with a new single. And this in Black with a new single. And that is pretty much all the stuff we got today. Besides for our regular songs. But, you know, now that we're past Tishabov and we're, we're gearing towards 
Elul, everybody's pretty much on vacation now. All these Shiva Yungalite, Carly Yungalite, they're gone. From Tisha B'Av and Torah they are just enjoying the most out of it. But we have to remember, Adama Vishamayim. It's a great message and a great song here. Coming up next from Matt Dub, it's a single Adama Vishamayim. And you, my friends, are tuning into the Z-Report Live Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Adama
And that was Menashe Lichtenstein with his latest single, Mikdash Merlech. You can check it out on YouTube, and I believe it's available on most of the music. You, my friends, are tuned in to the Jewish Entertainment Network and the Zirport Live on Scoop Radio. Just got this poster last night for listener Judy. Mayor Hector C. Laura presents Jewish international pop singer Micha Gammerman. Sunday, August 12th, a free concert, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Carlos Sinog Banshell. Veterans Memorial, 3rd Ward Park, 350 Passaic Avenue. So it's an open park in Passaic with a stage. Free for everyone. Bring your blanket and chairs and enjoy the free concert with friends and family. Designated separate seating areas will be available. Sunday, August 12th, 5 to 7 p.m. Veterans Memorial, 3rd Ward Park at the Carlos Sinog Banshell. Again, that is Micha German in concert. And just yesterday... I saw that there's going to be another concert that was literally just announced, a Shweki show, if you can believe that, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Shwiakov uh, Shweki Electric Concert, presented by the Special Children's Center. It'll take place Tuesday, August 21st. Tuesday, August 21st. Rain date Wednesday, August 2nd, featuring Matt Dub. It'll take place at the DSN Beach Club. 125 Ocean Avenue, Deal, New Jersey. Concert showman, Elliot Azer. So that is the other concert that I saw was announced yesterday. Of course, we'll bring you more updates as we go along. We'll give you more updates as well on Jewish music. Seems Jaime Sroll released the album quietly just yesterday, but it says it's not going to be in the stores. He's only mailing it directly to houses. But there was not information on where to order it. So we will get that for you, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we do. Next up, it is a brand new single from Superstar international Israeli superstar, the one and only Itzik Dadia. He is rushing toward his fourth album, following the three hits which he writ, which he wrote and conducted by himself that were released in the last few months, which took over the playlist of radio. Itzik is releasing his brand new single, Ego. It's an additional single from the new album produced by his personal manager, David Fadida. Unlike his previous hits, which were written and conducted by Itzik, this one was written and conducted by... Glili Zakai, who joined the team and wrote and conducted the song while Dorn and Ali Melech stood behind its musical production. In the Ego, it's, it goes back to Mizrahi style that so characterized his previous albums and added a touch of up-to-date world music. The result is perfect. A summer hit that ultimately draws attention and curiosity and again, will break the glass ceiling and reach every ear in Israel and abroad. The song Ego talks about the, our constant pursuit of money and material achievement, says Dadia. In today's reality, we tend to forget to stop for a moment and look at what's really important, at what we really can take with us onward. Gleal sent me the song and I immediately felt connected to the text. I think it's an important message to be passed along, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. premiere, right here, right now. It's a Dadia Ego. And you, my friends, are tuning into the Zero Live Lunch Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Kama ego, kama elo, ma boer tiragaya ben adam. Kama balo, kama galo, echne elam lo, ma shekvar kayam kulam rotin. Thank <laughs> you. 
משהו זה בטח לא כסף, בטח לא כבוד או תעודה ואם ניקח משהו הנשמה זועקת Yeah. 
Eisenstock. Name sound familiar? His father was a very talented composer. As a matter of fact, he composed and helped produce the Shalhevis Boys Choir, which is Montreal's choir for two albums. Then he put out his own album called Sharim, as well as he is the composer of the all-time classic, Tavla Haidis, released by Avrami Flam. This is his son. So it seems the apple doesn't fall, fall far from the tree at all. Yo's 19-year-old son, Morty, just releases debut single titled Kaylee Kaylee. Music has long been an integral part of Morty's life. He composed this song in his dorm room a couple days before Purim and as he was thinking of the word Vanoichi Haster Aster and how they are connected to Purim, to the Purim story. Later, later Eisenstark cho- chose the words Kaylee Kaylee Loma Azavtani because how they brought out the message of the low part in the song. It's a beautiful, haunting melody about how we are anxiously awaiting for the Gula to come and for Hashem to reveal himself to us. For though it may seem that he, his... Though it may seem that he has abandoned us, we know that someday he will come out of hiding. We won't have to beseech him anymore. Saying, Kaylee, Kaylee, Loma Azavtani. The song is available as a free download on Jewish Insights, as well as mostly music. You can check it out right now. We're listening to the Z-Report Live Jewish Entertainment Network. I want to give a shout out to some of our listeners. First of all, to listener... Joel in Milwaukee, it's always a pleasure having you listen, Joel, and having uh, feedback from you. Jewish Music Promoter on Twitter is following us, as well as Jewish Music Life. Those are the people that uh, messaged us right away. We have listeners right now in United States, Canada, uh, Israel, United Kingdom, Toronto, Ontario, Switzerland, Belgium. It's just amazing. Madawan, New Jersey, New York, New York, Davenport, Iowa. Port Washington, New York, Ramsey, New Jersey, Hempstead, New York, Midland Park, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Vinland, New Jersey, Lindenhurst, New York, Mallow Park, New York, Clifton, New Jersey, Ossing, New York, Catskills, Catskills checking in, Hoboken, New Jersey, Hicksville, New York, Cliffside, New Jersey, Spring Valley, Trenton, Parsippany, New Jersey, Long Beach, New York, Spring Valley, New York, uh, we have Florida, we have Chicago, Huntington Station checking in, Havensport. Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, Jackson, New Jersey, Belmore, New York. And then we got our friends in Miami Beach, Florida and California. We even have Las Vegas checking in. China was checked in earlier, but it looks like they checked out. I guess the time difference didn't work. You, my friends, are listening to the Z-Report Live Jewish Entertainment Network. So it seems that the Kindleuk quietly released a brand new album set to hit stores in the next few days through most of the music here in the States. Of course, in Israel, it's being distributed by FDD. They released a single off the album just last week, which we played, you guys. And uh, I, I, I love the Kinderloch. My kids love the Kinderloch. You know, they just have something amazing about their songs, the way they touch people. The song they released most recently was entitled Rotsim Lismoach. The album, the album is full of major hits. 14 tracks in all, but it has a couple of previously released singles like Hevel PM. The time is now. Um, that's a great song. And Laila Tovyela. There's probably about nine songs in all that are brand new, but 14 songs. Albums entitled Sababa here performing their debut, or rather the title track of the album, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. premiere. Nobody has heard this anywhere on the radio in the world. So I guess world premiere. It's the Kinderlach, Sababa, title track of the brand new album Sababa. And you, my friends, can listen and the only place you can get stuff like this, the one and only Z-Report, Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Uh. 
לא מתחמק מאף אחד, כן זה אני. תפילי כל בוקר ואומר מודה אני. אני יהודי, ויש לי את הכוח לעמוד על שלי. שבת בית כנסת וטלית, כן זה אני. Oh, oh, oh. 
with his debut single. In the times of the base, some second base, Amidash. Tubav was a day of celebration and one for matchmaking amongst Jewish singles who longed to build the bias Neman who was that in mind that newcomer Shmuley Aritz released his debut single, Mi Adir. The song was originally composed for his wife and now it's being released with the hope that this year will bring many Shaduchim to all singles worldwide. Shmuley is no stranger to music and singing. He began his singing career like most children singing along to Uncle Maishi in his house with his spoon as a microphone. As he got older, he joined up with several local choirs, his unique voice greatly impacting their song. The Harwitz family of Crown Heights is a very musical one, filled with great singers and chazanim, his father, siblings, and cousins all sing, and his older brother, Ayyuleib, is a well-known chazan, and whose song we played here on the, on the network. As he grew, so did his voice, maturing and becoming more refined, while in yeshiva he continued to sing wherever the, the opportunities arose and started learning chazanis. During his time in Yeshiva in France, he carried on singing, then he jetted off halfway across the world to Australia for Shlichas, where he began leading the services as a chazan. From there, Shmuley went to Israel to get smicha at Mayanot, there too serving as a chazan, as well as working in the studio on some original music. 
Shmuley then got engaged and was on to his next journey. It was then that he felt it was the opportune time to release some of his original music. He got together with his cousin, renowned composer and singer Baruch Shalom Bolsovsky, to create something special and original for his soon-to-be wife. The result was magical. Mi Adir is a song dedicated to Haritz's wife as he tried to put into words, uh, into music, what he couldn't into words. It's a unique and special gift to give the person who he will spend the rest of his life with and build a bias neman. The song was first performed by Shmuley at his wedding, Straight for His Bride. The arrangements of the song by the renowned Jan Freider of Playmaster Studios will give the listener a feeling of both joy and exuberance that one experiences at their wedding. A day that all people around the world anticipate and one they can look back on and reminisce on how magical of a holy date really was. So this debut single was by Shmuley. For bookings, call 917-459-9537. Songs available as a free download on MostlyMusic.com. Next up, we played this, this unique singer's single a few weeks ago, but now it seems he has a remix. His name is Avi Ilson. He's a rising star in Israel. His latest single, Chatan Vikala, which was being played over and over on the radio and garnered thousands of views on YouTube, is now reimagined. Two DJs, DJ Amiran Ben Lulu and DJ Nisto Slob, approached him and created a remix of this version of the song together. Ladies and gentlemen, the U.S. premiere, Chatan Vikala, Avi Ilson remix, and you, my friends, are tuned in to the Zirport Live Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio.
And that is Yosef Daniel with his debut single, Anna Bikoach. Came in number three last night on the top nine and nine. A fresh new artist makes his debut with a breathtaking rendition of the famous prayer. Anna Bikoach, Yosef Daniel, was born in Mexico and grew up in the Christian faith up until 10 years ago. It was then that he decided to follow his heart and soul and embark on his journey to finding the truth in Yiddishkeit. Tucked away into our daily trilot, including Shabbat, is a beautiful Anabekoyach, a gem of a prayer that brings us closer to our much-needed Gula Shlema. The purpose of this amazing prayer is not only the meaningful words of supplication. The real intent of the author of Nechonia ben Akana was to elevate us by encoding the prayer with the 72 names of Hashem. The 42-letter name, Mem Bet, is predominantly alluded to. Our Chacham tell us that this name, the ele- they call this name the elevator because that's exactly what it does. It elevates us from the depth of who we are, Nishamot. These Kavanot and many more have enhanced this musical composition. As the Tefillah is meant to elevate, so this musical ride crescendos. The words are not repeated intentionally as to fulfill the prayer's purpose. Yosef Daniel's vocal delivery is a humble homage to Rabbi Nechonia ben Akana's magnum opus, and Rebekah was recorded in Ramat Shemesh, Israel. It was arranged and mixed and produced by Freddie Fabian. It will be one of the songs of Yosef's highly anticipated debut album. You, my friends, are tuned in to the Z-Report Live Jewish Entertainment Network. Next up, over the over the last year or so, we play you a brand new single. Last year, composed for the summer for Camp Kef, a uh, special ed camp in the UK, composed by the talented Shirley Lipschitz and performed by him this year. It seems he d- dropped another song. Song is entitled Camp Kef Celebration here with a world premiere. Shirley Lipschitz, you, my friends, are tuned into the Zero Live Jewish Entertainment Network.
להבדיל בין קוידש לחויל, חטויסנו עם החויל, צרינו וחספנו יר וכחויל, חקוי חווים בלוי לא. single comes by composer Mayor Martin Whitaker. They released this this month's so Shabbos. He, Mayor Martin Whitaker, just keeps releasing songs with amazing singers. He just released this Hamavdil by, uh, performed by the Greenwald. It's a great song. We already dropped it into our uh Shabbos playlist. You, my friends, are listening to the Z-Report Live. Four minutes after 12 o'clock. As mentioned, uh, we said we'd get Yoni Z. Everybody's 
all a talk about this new album and this artist. We've been waiting so long for the album. Well, guess what? Yoni happens to be in Israel, but we tracked him down. We got him on the phone. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show the one and only Yoni Z. Hey, Yossi. How are you? Baruch Hashem. I'm, I'm so happy to finally have you here. You know, we, we've talked about it every time you release this single. We were like, you know, is it the time, <laughs> is it the time for an interview? Should I come on now? Should I wait till the album comes Baruch out? Hashem. So how's yeah, it going? We should hold off and then discuss it all together. Yes, I, I definitely agree with you. So how's it going? I mean, you, you flew to Israel earlier in the week. You're there. I believe you did three or four interviews. Yes. Two television. I mean, I saw the video yesterday with Natana Leifer from, uh, I believe it was Kikar Shabbat. Yes, yes. And tomorrow there's more. It's going to be actually on live on Facebook with Moreshet, which is also a, a very popular Israeli radio station here in Israel. So we're holding at about nine interviews, and it's go, 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 city to city, uh, nonstop. And uh, Baruch Hashem, um, so far, so good. Well, it's great to hear. I so mean, far, so good. you didn't do this for any of the singles, so this is like the first time you're, you know, you're attempting to go all out with, with your world publicity. Well, look, I'm quite stage fright, to be honest with you. So this took a lot for me. <laughs> I heard this yesterday <laughs> in the interview true. in the tunnel, and I was like, Yoni stage fright, like you know, I, I saw you recently at the God Elbaz concert. Uh, you'll remember uh, this past what was it Hanukkah at King's Theater mm-hmm. in front of sure. what three to four thousand people. You didn't look that that scared on stage. I got to tell you, <clears throat> that's the, the, the trick is to sh- to make sure that nobody notices it. That's really the. Uh, but uh, I still get stage fright every time before I get on stage. Weddings a bit less, mm-hmm. but concerts is still a definite uh, stage fright every single time. Well, I would say Every weddings, time. Weddings. everybody's busy dancing or, you know, there are people watching the stage, but not as many as a concert. Concert, everybody's like sitting back and saying, okay, new, impress me. And basically, it's a test. It's almost like, okay, what do you got? And you have to deliver. So, um, yeah, but uh, thank God, I feel very, very blessed that uh, we finally came to this day and this album is here. And, um, you know, so many of... Your listeners and myself as a fan, you know, we, there's, there's been so much tracking of this album that I feel like I feel like I released an album together with everyone. And, and there's been so much great feedback and people have been so kind about it all and, and, and the wishes and the everything. I, you know, I, I'm, I've, I'm really overwhelmed with, uh, with gratitude and, and humility towards everyone. And of course, towards Akadish Baruch Hu, this is finally here. Well, we're glad that it's finally here. Always use a good injection of great Jewish music. So we, we put out a post this morning that you're going to be on the show. If people have questions, I got, yep. a, I got a question here on Instagram from Princess MM 16 Can you ask Yoni Z mm-hmm. how long it took to make this album? Wow. Wow. Um, that's a loaded question. Uh, we've been recording. You know, I looked at my emails the other day, mm-hmm. and I found an email uh, that Yitzi Waldner and I were corresponding back and forth about Manasseh in 2013. Wow. True story. And uh, then I found another email where I was talking to Eli Schwab about Hoshana in 2012. So we've been recording for quite a few years. I wouldn't say we've been recording since 2012 or 2013, but you know how it is when you're a new singer, the composers are not going to, you know, people aren't sending you in the mail necessarily top shelf material and right. it takes a long time to prove yourself and to, and to bring it forward. And I said, I said to everyone all along, you know, everyone that I met along the way that if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. 
and we're not just going to put out an album just because we're going to put out an album. I wanted it to be a quality album. There was a blueprint from day one, along with Yankee Katina, the producer, mm-hmm. of what it is that we're trying to achieve with this album and the and sound that we're basically, what we're trying to get at. And that's why there's so many colors and styles and genres and feels and, and you know, across the spectrum on this album, Baruch Hashem. Uh, thanks to that, you know, thanks to the wait. Um, it took a long time to cultivate all the material. And then, you know, you do it and you go back to the editing board and you do it again and, you know, for example, when I wrote Tom Lareach, so I wrote Tom Lareach and, and we, we listened to the demo and then we came up with the, you know, Yankee Katina came up with the concept of the whole song, which is Saltam Lareach and Itlakef, you know, which is basically the story of every singer on a nightly basis on the stage. You know, everyone comes over to you and makes you crazy to sing this or to sing that. And at the end of the day, you just want to please everyone, but you can't necessarily. So it's Saltam Lareach and Itlakef, but... And the song ends, obviously, And then it took us to the next step, which, which said, you know, this song is a great duet kind of song. And, you know, that brought on God to the project, who did an incredible, incredible job, like always. And um, that's how, you know, each song develops and is born in its own way and format. You know, Dama, when we originally recorded it, there was no na, 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 na. There was none of that. And then we said, how do we put something that people already rec- recognize as a signature of ours onto the album? Right. And then I said to myself, what about if we did it on Dama? Because it's the right tempo, it's the right beat, it's the right feel, the right groove. And Baruch Hashem, it is what it is now. So everything came with a little bit of a real, you know, a backstory to it, each and every song. The question with Dama was, you know, was that part of the arrangement, you know, where the trumpet's going, and you were like, okay, well, let's do that in vocals too, or that part of the arrangement wasn't even there before you decided to do that? It was, yeah, the whole whole thing was composed separately, meaning the song went, uh, and then back to the... To, to the letter A, which is, you know, mm-hmm. So it was just kind of letter A, letter B. And then I said, we need to break it up with something. We need to bring something here that's going to kind of break it down, literally. So you went to letter, um, you went to letter you know, N. Basically. Nah, exactly. nah, so nah, it was nah. like, the original thought for Kunam B'Yachad was break it down now, but we decided not to do that on the album. Right. <laughs> You'll probably catch me doing it live. In concert, But right. I said, felt for the album, we should just keep it clean. Well, speaking, <clears throat> speaking about Tom Verreach, you know, came in number one last night. People are just loving, yeah, loving thank this thank song. Thank you so much to everyone who voted. So, thank you. I, thank I mean, you so much. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. I, I'm, I'm reading the booklet here, and I'm just, I'm just astounded. First of all, composed by you and Daniel Kapler. Daniel, of course, is, is a rising star in, in Jewish music. I mean, I'm sure he's been a part of secular music for a while, but mm-hmm. the sounds that he has and the yeah. freshness is just amazing. And then it says Yiddish lyrics by Mutti Ilowitz. And I'm like, what happened here? Correct. Like Mutti is this this Heimish Hashidish guy with curly pies. He's pretty quiet. It gets, it gets pretty even quiet. crazier than that. It gets, yeah, it gets even crazier than that. You know, Mutti wrote the Yiddish lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the Hebrew, there's a gentleman named there, uh, gentleman, gentleman, gentleman there named Maor Titon. Right. Maor Titon is Omer Adam's guitarist. Oh, really? He's a good friend of mine. Wow. And a great lyricist. Yes, and he writes, if you look, some of Omer Adam's songs are composed by him as well. So I said, you know, we reached out to him and he said, Maor, you know, do you think you can write the Hebrew on this? And he nailed it. And the Hebrew actually came before the Yiddish, and then we went to Mati, and Mati literally wrote the same exact concept in Yiddish, and 
rhyming, which is brilliant. You know, it's one thing to just translate. It's another thing to translate and to make it work and for all of it to fit perfectly into a rhyme. And uh, a ton of siyata deshmaya, a ton of work. Daniel writes all these interesting beats and chords. You know, he wrote, he, he creates these beats and writes these interesting chords. And I wrote the actual melody of da na 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 and then da da and and so on and so forth. So that on the album, when you see that a lot of the songs were written by myself and Daniel Kapler, Daniel was the one who brought in the instrumentation. Almost like an arrangement, but even, you know, he contributed a lot with the wild, uh, you know, with the wild elements that he contributed there. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the melody. Wow. Um, so that's how those songs came about. Well, I must compliment you, first mm-hmm. off, in this song alone. You know, you're doing Yiddish, you have to sound like Hasidic Yiddish. You're doing Hebrew, you want to sound, you know, Ev- you. Israeli Ivrit, and then you're doing English. Now, you know, if you're going to be singing Hebrew most of the mm-hmm. time, your English isn't going to be spot on. So it's, it's, it's triple as hard in one song, especially where yes. the lyrics move so quickly, you know, to give it the authenticity <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah, it was challenging. But um, the Yiddish, the Yiddish, actually, I, I have a Hasidic background in my family, which people don't know is that my, 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 my Zaidi was actually... Allah Shalom was a, he came from a Gerer family. So my family that. are actually Gerer Hasidim. Uh, yeah, in the, yeah, my grandfather came, and my grandfather came to the Lubavitcher Rebbe and asked him to become his Hasid. But, um, the, but we're originally from Gerer, so I have a lot of cousins that speak Ahay Mishapoylish Yiddish, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of families that speak Hebrew. So thank God we got to it, and Yanki Katina, the producer of the album, coached me through the Yiddish to make sure it was perfect, right. you know, with all the nuances, every last detail. And, um, you know, it took an army. It took an army to create it, Baruch Hashem. You know that song's going to need a music video, right? I mean, you know that. Yes. <laughs> you, can, so. you cannot leave I that song so. without a music video. Yoni Z with his wide telephone. We're talking yeah. about his highly anticipated Debut album, self-titled Yoni, in stores now, available through Mostly Music. Available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play. It's, I, be, I believe it's available everywhere digitally already, Yoni, right? Earlier this week? Yeah, the, the only issue that we had was is that um, iTunes changed their guidelines. So anyone who's going to see this might be a little caught off guard. But iTunes recently changed their guidelines that basically there's no more, at least for now, you cannot do songs transliterated. So, for example, the song Animamin, you cannot write even in English letters animamin. Mm-hmm. So we had to translate it to I believe and so on and so forth. So if anyone sees an album that seems like an all English album, don't worry, it's not. Um, and iTunes hopefully will upload it within, you know, the next day or two. We're just waiting on their publishing, but everything is uh, ready to go. Okay. And it's available in Israel via Shankies. Um, yeah, it's being distributed by Shankies in Israel and, of course, by Adaret, most of the music, who have been a massive help through this whole thing. Right. So a huge, huge thank you to everyone and mostly Meyer Werdiger, Avrami Klein, who did an outstanding job and really just out of the goodness of his heart. So a huge, huge thank you to everyone who was so instrumental in making this happen and in a timely fashion. We wanted it out. Might say Tishabov and Baruch Hashem, it happened. And, you know, we often had these conversations where albums can get delayed and we didn't want it to happen and we tried to avoid it at all costs and Baruch Hashem, we managed to. Yeah, well, I think it worked out very well and everybody was very happy to have it available right after Tisha B'Av. Um, Hasid Shevelt on, on Twitter says, can you ask Yoni, why did he use so 
few arrangers, mainly playmasters, and very few composers? Well, <clears throat> it's an interesting question. Um, well, I mean, why why use a million composers and arrangers? Meaning, is it if it's a good album, which I hope it is, and I think you know people are reacting well to it, then I found the right address for the right people of what I needed. There's no, I personally, again, I don't want to speak to everyone, but I don't find any specific Indian in going and just taking from everyone something just so you can say that you have every single name written in the album. It doesn't, uh, you look at an album, look at some of the greatest albums of Jewish music. Okay, you look at an album like Avram Fried, the album was done by Yossi Green and Moshe Laufer. End of story. You know, and again, I didn't even go that minimalistic. Right. But just for an example, you look at, a lot of uh, Shweki's albums that, you know, they're done by Yitzhi Waldner and many, you know, also in the earlier years, whether it was Maisha Laufer or Yaisi or whoever it was. And that's the way albums are done. A good album is about having a good team. And it's not about the quantity of the team. It's not about how many people you could say worked on it. It's the quality of the product. And I think that's really what people should focus on when they create their albums is to get the best quality out of it, not to just cram as many names as they can inside it. No, I agree with you. And I think that... Whether you reach out to a thousand people or just twenty, you know, I mean, if you find those songs from the same sources and they work and they're fresh and innovative, it's not about trying to have more names on an album, just trying to get the right material. And sometimes the right material can come from the same people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that every it's fair to say that every song here is different, and that's all that matters. Who was behind it and how it happened? You know, it doesn't matter if it's the same names or or many names. Um, it, it happens, and Baruch Hashem, and we're, we're happy that people are responding well to it. Well, I wanted to tell you that I was very impressed, first of all, with the fact that you released four singles off the album, you know, between Oydem, Manasseh, uh, Dama, and and, and, yeah. uh, and Up, you know, that there were still 14 tracks on the album, so, you, you know, you did not take advantage like a lot of artists do, where they just throw on six new songs, and it's called an album, so I was very happy with that. On the flip side, you know the album. Thank you. The album intro was was you know it's it's very meaningful. I think you know some people might see oh you know it's yeah. a minute and a half or two minute track. It's just you know nothing. But I believe it definitely cues you up and you know prepares you for what we're talking. You know, me and you talked about this a listening experience that it's it's more it's more than just right. You know, it's more than just okay. Let me just skip yeah, around look, again. I again I'm, I I mean again I don't I don't. I don't mean to sound in any way negative, but again, why is it about the quantity and not about the quality? An album intro should never be more than one to one and a half minutes. And you look at this in any album intro in the world from any artist. It's an album intro. It's not a song, you know, um, and there's still 13 tracks on the album. So if anyone doesn't understand that, I, I can't <laughs> I can't wrap my head around it. But the album intro was very meaningful. You know, it was about it was really about, you know, it was about having, you know, saying a tefillah before you start singing. And, and I do that every single night when I sing, when in concert, wherever it is, wherever I'm performing. I say, followed by Hashem's you know, And then the last line, which was, is I really felt that through music is where, you know, I find life. And I find, I find my, you know, I find myself in music. So, when, when, when I hear music, I, I come alive. So I feel like the last thing that I said was, and Hashem, you know, 
blooming to him the breath of life and so the album begins right well i I thought it was very very good especially you know if i'm I'm driving i was driving back from camp ask uh, monday night you know and I, and I was trying to stay awake, and mm-hmm. I turned it on full blast, and it, it was just so spooky, you know? I'm driving on this dark highway, and it's like, Whoa, and you got the drums going in the background. Yeah, people people were asking us if we took it off of a, of a movie trailer or something. No, we, we created it. Daniel Kapler wrote it, and um, we came up with this whole little epic-sounding piece for the album intro. I think it worked. I think, I, I think it, it worked very well, and it goes into what I would call your your, you. your mainstream yeshivish track. I would call it, you know, Animamen, which again was composed by you, yeah. Yitzi Waldner, and Daniel. You know, it it just it worked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Yitzi Yitzi wrote uh, the chorus. I wrote the first part and the bridge. So I wrote Animamen the I actually wrote it at the Kaisel two years ago on Tisha B'Av, and I couldn't finish the song, and uh, I couldn't finish writing it on my own. So eventually I reached out and I tried, we, we literally tried, I kid you not, nine different choruses really? for that song. Wow. Um, yeah, myself and others, until we finally decided that that was going to be the chorus. Um, Yitzi actually, and Yitzi wrote it, and then we just, when we heard it, we knew that that was it, because it just, it was hopeful and meaningful, and it just hit the spot. So, um, yeah, Baruch Hashem, you know, a lot of work and details in Manasseh, for example, Yanki Gatina, who's a complete perfectionist. Um, we went through six guitar solos, uh, since, till we found the guitar solo that you hear today, because we didn't want it to sound like the typical guitar solo. And it doesn't, Baruch Hashem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it starts off more angry and low, and then it goes to the typical higher, what Jewish music is familiar with, the Abi Singolda, higher thing, but, you know, we wanted it to be more this grunge, and um, almost like rock feel, and uh, that's what we managed to extract from it. Well, I think it, so. Uh, everything was super, super detailed. Mm-hmm. With so this, that's uh, yeah, that's why it took so long. <laughs> all of it, right? With his wide telephone is Yoni Z, all the way from Eretz Yisrael. He's on a major PR tour in Israel, but he's coming back to to America next week. He's going to be doing some PR here, I believe, some CD signings. Um, a question from Dovi in Chicago: is question, why, yeah. why is Manasseh and Dama? So much to the front of the background, in the back, so far to the front of the album, instead of leaving them as the last few tracks. Because again, it just made sense for the flow of the album. Uh, you know, as many people as you think heard uh, Dama and Manasseh, I never get ahead of myself. There are so many people that haven't heard it and are now buying the album for the first time. So yes, of course, the close fans, people who are close, followed every move that we made, and they know. But if you look at the mat, if you look at the album, it's really telling you a story. There's an album intro, which then takes you into an animam in trance. And then it slows down into into um, into Manasseh, and you know, which is also a very Manasseh has a very fresh sound, and, and picks up with Dama, Correct. which is kind of like uh, the closest thing to Jewish hip hop. It then settles down again with Mi Adir, picks up with with Tambarea, slows down with See You Again, picks up with Hallelujah. And it was all formatted very, very particularly this way in order to create the, you know, a, a, a journey through an album that is, a, that is now there, Baruch Hashem, an adventure, a voyage. 
And I think that uh, we managed to create that Baruch Hashem. So yeah, I understand if some people are like, why are they together? Well, hit shuffle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, but I agree if with you. you. I think it's important. Together. I think it's important to hear them in the way you arrange them in order to get the full listening experience. You know, of, of also your journey yeah. of how how they came to be. Now, uh, yeah. listener Razel yeah. in Florida wants. She says she loves me, Adir. But she's wondering, did you only only you. did you only only have me out there because he felt he needed me out there, or was it just that the song was nope. a great song and he had to add it because of that reason? No, we actually okay. Funny story. Um, I didn't feel I needed me out there, although you know me out there is always it, every singer does want something of a you know in what you call the chuppah collection under their belt. Because right. why? Because then they you know every singer ends up doing chuppahs and every singer wants to be able to eventually display their own material at chuppahs and whatever it is, but that's not how this happened, interestingly enough. Okay, personal funny story. We're sitting by Yitzhi Waldner's house in Lakewood writing, mm-hmm. and we were simultaneously working on, um, what song were we working on? We were finishing Ani Mamin, and um, yeah, Yitzhi starts pulling my leg, and Yankee starts pulling my leg about the fact that when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Why are you still single? Pushing this, that, that. <laughs> and they start singing and joking, and one thing leads that, and Yitzhi starts to play, and he goes, and stops. And I said, what did you do there? And he says, should I do it again? I said, yes, yeah, do it again. And he does it again, and he composes the song in one take. Wow. He didn't stop. He didn't stop playing. He played the whole song. He and he was doing it, it as a jo- he was doing it as a, as a, as a joke. It wasn't, you know, in all seriousness. Yeah, and and so much so, so much so that I told him I'm going to take the demo home. I said, and I'm going to listen to it not today or tomorrow in a few days because it sounds great, but it's such a joke. I almost can't take it seriously right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, and then I was, I remember I was on a plane back to New York from somewhere. I don't remember where I was. I then turned it on and I listened to it and I said, oh my goodness, this is a great song. And I called Yitzi and I said, Yitzi, I'm going to go and do a real demo in a studio. Mm-hmm. And we did it and we loved how it sounded. And then we decided to go full throttle. Well, I, I so happen, that's how. I happen to love it. It's a, it's a great song. You can just listen to uh, and enjoy. You know, it's not serious. It's not heavy. It's very, very easy to take in. Yeah, we wanted it to have a classic feel, but also not too rigid, not too... It just, it flows. The guitar lines and the way the violins play and the, the opening line of the recorder, recorder, you know, that sounds like the flute. Right. And um, it just, it's, just, it's just pleasant. And, and that's what chuppah songs should be. Chuppah songs are meant to have what you call almost a Jewish romantic feel to it because no, that's I where they're used at, yeah. at chuppahs and, and uh, all of that. So Baruch Hashem, we achieved yeah, hundred percent. You know, for me, you had you do have a couple of very heavy songs. First of all, Manasseh, but more importantly, you know, a song that I've been listening to, I find myself listening to again and again is "See You Again." And and not only because it's a it's a hev- not only because it's a heavy and deep song musically. You know, first of all, you don't even sound like the Yoni that I've heard on the album till here. When I hear you singing English, straight English like this, when I hear you singing this song, oh, okay. you sound totally different. It's not the Yoni that I've been listening to for the last four or five tracks. Sounds like a totally different person. Is that a good thing, though? That's a good thing. It means, Is that a good thing, though? 100% it's okay. a good thing. It means, okay. it means that your voice you know, can change a little bit. I, I don't think it's about you know, effects Thank you. or arranging. I felt, yeah, we felt that it, it, it's really... 
you know, I say it the way it is. It's, it's the closest thing to what you call a radio sounding piece. And, um, and we wanted it to, to sound that way. So that take a cert- that took a certain, you know, pronunciation, a certain vulnerability in the singing. Yeah. The f- uh, if you the f- listen, it's, it's literally, and I, I did, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. If you listen again to the beginning of the song, there are parts where I held back tears. I, I, I just couldn't, it was very hard to do it. It's a very, very, you know, um, vulnerable and intimate song about God. And it's like, you know what, you know, when we started writing it, you know what we called it? We said, how do we write Shalom Bernamanov, who's one of my closest, closest friends, and he writes with me the scripts often for music videos as well. Right. Shalom Bernamanov said, he said, you need to create a Don't Hide From Me 2018. How do you do it? And that's how it came to be. You know, we wanted to write almost like Hashem, don't hide from me, mm-hmm. but we had to say it in our own way. Right. And and that's how See You Again was born. I happen to love, I got to tell you the phrasing, you know, I feel your strength, your, you know, it's no, it's just right. Afraid. So we worked a lot and a lot of credit, a lot of credit goes to the writer, Sophia Franco, who wrote the lyrics. We sat together, Yankee, I and her last year in the winter, not this past winter, a year and a half ago, more the lyrics when we wrote this. And uh, we were very strict about the phrasing that nothing should sound crammed or too loose and that it should sit just right. So this is a song uh, pretty much asking Hashem to show his face to, to bring Mashiach pretty much, right? Basically, just, just reveal yourself. And at the end is the emodulation, which is almost like what we now, where we are in the world, in, in, in Galus, it's almost a, it's like a, we go into the future, into the song, where the, you know, we raise up a key and a half and we go... From let me see you again to now I, now see, I you. see you again. Right. So, you know, and uh, a lot of people found, uh, a lot of Americans or people that spoke English um, are taking well to it, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Yoni Z with us via telephone. We're talking about his longly awaited five to six years minimum uh, debut album, Yoni in stores now available for digital download, available through Aderet, mostly music in the United States, Shankies in, in Israel. Now, Yoni and me were talking about the way the album is presented to you in the track order. So we're just talking about See You Again. So it's this deep and heavy song, and then you go into this Hallelujah, which is just, you know, amazing. You know, also very up-to-date, very futuristic Thank sounds. You. And it's, you know, easy. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was. It's, it's a song that, you know, we called it the keyboard song. Really? Um, we want that. It's the kind of song. What what I mean to say by that is, it's the kind of song that you could play on a on a korg at a wedding or on a Yamaha. You're saying there's, you there's know, not that many other instruments, right? It's not that many strings or brass that you have to worry about how you're going to configure it to do right. it live. It's, it's very much. It's very much a. The music is actually very Bulgarian. I don't know if people have familiar people with Bulgarian music, mm-hmm. but if you listen to the accordions in there and the lines of the violins and all of that, and um, Yanki Katina and I wrote it. I wrote the first part. Yanki wrote the high part. And um, Daniel, again, he wrote that structure of all those instruments that you hear there and created that feel, that atmosphere. And uh, all together, you know, uh, we came up with that. I remember we wrote it actually in my apartment. Yanki came over and said, let's knock this one out. And we sat down and... Uh, you know, created, uh, created Hallelujah. And over here also you have, well, here, here you don't have Ivrit. Here you have actual, uh, actual Siddur language, as we call it. You know, then you have Yiddish, then you have English. So also, right. also three languages, but I, I love, I love the high part. It's like, you know, screaming out, Kola Nishoma Talalka, 
It's it's yeah. It's, that's Yankee Katina. Yankee yeah. wrote that. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. You should know, just for the record, yes. just a fun fun fact about Yankee Katina. Yankee wrote a couple of things in Jewish music that nobody knows about. Yankee is actually the one who came up with part of a few songs. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say really, but um, Yankee was involved in the composition of Agutevach by Baruch Shalom. Oh, really? I didn't know uh, originally. He was. He was. He, he's the one who came up with. He also was the one who introduced Yisha Lapito to the opening lines of. That phrase was Yanki Katina. Wow. And, um, and, and, and Yisha Lapito built off that. But Yanki, as everyone knows, I don't have to say this about Yanki Katina, he's a very behind the scenes, quiet, private person. So he really just. You know, does his thing. Well, Yankee, you um, did an amazing. You did an know. amazing job here. I can tell you. You know, not just your name on the cover, but now Yoni's letting us know a little bit about you. It seems Chassid Shavelt no, no, on, yeah, on I, Twitter knows you, Yoni. He says, "I remember when Yoni started in Crown Heights as a 16-year-old." Can he tell us about? That Rich, makes sense. Can he tell us about Richie Loop? Who's Richie Loop? Richie Loop. Richie Loop is a uh, is a writer from Jamaica who is now involved with a lot of Israeli music as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, Ethiopians and Jamaicans that are here. And through Daniel, we collaborated. Wow. And, uh, I didn't even and, know that. Uh, came up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And through Daniel, we collaborated. And uh, creo- uh, we created uh, See You Again. He's a very, very, very talented artist. Um, he, some music of his, I think, here in Israel that's extremely popular as well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he's mega, mega talented guy. Um, so that that was, you know, it was an honor working with someone like that. Really, right? Super talented. We also got a message here that uh, Surly Lipschitz did an incredible job in your graphic design, and me as a graphic designer, you know, I, sure. I, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. You know, the branding throughout the booklet. Thank you. Uh, the co- the cover is yeah, so Shirley vibrant. Actually works for. Uh, yes, I, I we were always very insistent. I always sat with Surly, and we wanted it to be. You know, I, we wanted everything to be boom in your face. And because that's ultimately what a graphic is meant to, it's meant to grab your attention, at right. least in our line of work. And, um, Surly works for a huge, huge firm in the city, uh, in, in I'm sorry, in Dumbo, I believe, mm-hmm. in New York called Millennial. So really, he doesn't really do graphic work outside the company, but because we have a very, very long history from our yeshiva days, uh, we do the artwork together and we always sit together and brainstorm and come up with something. And, uh, you know, the astronaut or even the, the room with the lights on the brand new cover, on the album cover, um, you know, there was always like thought put into it. And if you pay attention, you'll notice that all the graphic work was always correlated to typically what the music video was. So, for example, if you look at Dama, you'll notice that it's almost like just a lot of colorful paint. And that that is what, like, if you look at the lyric video, right. it's those same colors that we pulled out, we extracted. With Manasseh, if you look closely, it's not just blue and orange. The blue is actually the mountains. We extracted it and turned it into a graphic. And the red, and the, I'm sorry, the orange is like the sun overlooking. If you look at it closely, you'll notice it. And then, obviously, up is a given. I don't have to tell you the correlation between the up music <laughs> no, video they don't, and but the, the question graphic. Is, the question is, Yoni, which came first, the graphic or the video? The video, the video came first. The ah. video came first, um, and we had a lot of different ideas. We were just thinking to do a suit and a, hel- a helmet, and then I said, let's just take it out of this world. Let's just take it somewhere completely 
you know, to a whole nother place. And, um, something larger than life was, was the words we kept using and we still use. Right. And, um, and that was, and that was the result. So, and now the album cover, which, you know, we're trying to, you know, the entire tagline of the album is about the future and future. So if you look at the album cover, it also has a very futuristic feel. Yeah, definitely. And that's does. what we try to encapsulate. That's what we try to, you know, to really encapsulate in what you see now. So Baruch Hashem for that. Well, I'm, I'm very happy with all of this. Uh, I think there's only two things we didn't really discuss. First of all, your, your Udi Damari fascination. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by Uri too. But uh, Udi, but uh, uh-huh. three tracks, three tracks, and they all sound amazing, Yoni. So thank you, thank you, I, Baruch Hashem, and thanks to Udi, obviously. Right. Um, and the funny thing is, is that the three songs, two happened at in one shot, one and sitting, one happened right? a year later. Mm-hmm. Right, in one sitting, and then one happened a year later. So Rak Echad and Kol Alelot, were over two years ago. Two years ago, during um, during Sfira, when I was in Israel working on the album, we sat with Udi, and those are the two songs, and I fell in love with them both. Um, and in Shif Kadima only came Eil Kadima only came last summer, so they came a year apart. But um, you know, I said, look, it, it, it's it's killer, it's killer. You know, every one of them has their own thing. You know, Rakechad is what you call. Uh, easy listening, right. soft rock, right. you know, light, just, you know, um, Kola Lidot is really, it's borderline R&B, you know, it's borderline, just like R&B, very um, black influenced kind of a beat. And, um, Kadima. and some Sheikh Kadima is tropical and summery and, uh, and all of that. Um, and maybe there's a music video for it. <coughs> I, I'm sorry. I, Give me, I'm sorry. I, I need, I'm sorry. Something happened there. Um, and that's it. It's summary and beauty, you know, and it's fun. And, uh, yeah. So that's how those three songs. Happen. Now, now tell me the truth. And, uh, were, were these songs specifically Kadimo? Were they, were they really hard for you verbally? Because the Hebrew moves so fast. I mean, I, I watched your video, you know, with your interview in Israel, your, your Hebrew is good, but you know, th- mm-hmm. this moves and I know you can you. punch in or out, but you know, did you, were there any issues recording some of these tracks? Um, well, I'll tell you, we, we took, we took it very seriously in a sense that we didn't come to the studio and then try to figure it out. Everything I rehearsed, mm-hmm. everything we took home and I sat on it and I looked it over and Baruch Hashem, I, I have, I do actually do have a thing with tongue twisters. I, I, I like doing, if, you know, if people one of the first recordings I ever did on the album of the A-Team, uh, the second dance, volume two, was Imena Nili by Itzik Eshel, which is also a tongue twister. Oh, that, that but, song um, goes so fast. I happen to love that song. It, it, it moves so fast, you like you have to hold cup, so to speak. Yeah, so, uh, you know, tongue tw- I think that there's something when, when there's a certain fascination to every listener, including myself, when I hear someone, you kind of, you're, you're almost like listening because you like almost don't want to miss what the person is saying. And that draws a person into a track. Mm-hmm. And that was very important to accomplish. And um, so, otherwise, yeah, everything was rehearsed. So once we came to the studio, it was bang, bang, bang. You know, we tried to get it out right away. Um, we tried to knock out the vocals all in one take, in one studio session. Not in one take, but, you know, in, in one session, in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Baruch Hashem. So, uh, yeah, I guess... 
it's funny, I never thought of myself as having a fascination with Udi's work, but maybe I do. Maybe I just do. We all do. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan, first of all, of his arrangements and his compositions, you know, but in the last year or two, he's been doing a lot of original stuff, putting himself out there as an artist, be it as covers, a cappella for Sphere Time, or just he's released, you know, one, mm-hmm. one or two self, yep. self-entitled singles. And I'm wondering, what is it like to sit with him? Is, is it as fun as I'm imagining, or is it all work? To create an album? Just to sit with Udi and work. To, oh, to sit with Udi, specifically. Yeah. To sit with Udi and work is, is, he's probably actually one of the easiest people to work with. He's very accommodating. He's a brilliant producer in his own right. Um, he's a great singer, so he does the backup vocals on all three of the songs that I did on the album. It's mm-hmm. all done by Udi. And um, he works efficiently, correctly. He knows what he wants. Udi is the kind of guy that, you know, you can, obvi- you can obviously come and, you know, and put your input in like a lot of things there that were my own input. For example, the entire breakdown in Tamshik Kadema where it's just music and then it goes, whoa, whoa. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I came up with that stuff in between. But Udi, he knows exactly what it is he's targeting for when he creates a song. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and he'll, if you, if you get sidetracked, he'll tell you right away, you're getting sidetracked. That's not what we need to squeeze out of this song, you know, or out of this production. And uh, he really keeps you focused, which is important because as an artist, you can easily get lost in a song or in the studio. That's that's great. So, that's amazing. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yoni Z really with us via telephone talking about the release of his debut, self-titled debut album, Yoni. By the way, how hard was it trying to pick a title? Was there ever a half a minute to pick a, a song as a title? Or was, was the goal from day one was, let's call it Yoni, and that's it? No, it's actually funny. There were there were different Hava I mean, you know, if, if to if to really title the album on a specific song. And then we said to ourselves, look, we released four singles, starting from Aida, right. you know, and we're not going to name it any of those. We decided because that would be a given. And we looked at the other songs, and we didn't want to. I said to myself, what are we going to name it? Tamarach. It was it was a thought, but then it was like we don't want to name the album something that. Um, I want, we wanted people to listen and to decide for themselves what to look for on the album and what they connected to, as opposed to being like, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you create, when you, when you choose a a song off the album to be the title track, in many ways, you're directing people to one specific track, which, which can be an issue because if, if, because everybody has different tastes. So while it might work with a lot of people, it might not work for a lot of people. Right. So exactly. We just wanted to leave the album open and just let people start listening from the intro and whatever it is that they liked and they connected with, you know, amen. So we didn't. So we ended up just going with Yoni Z. And also because honestly, a lot of people in Europe and in Israel still are catching on to the whole Yoni Z. Like what's Z and what, you know what I mean? And the reason that Z was created in the first place was because People, it's as funny as it sounds, it's not that complicated, but Ziegelbaum seemed to be an issue to pronounce. Um, people were asking me constantly, I get this all the time, Ziegel, from the cakes? From the cakes? Are you Ziegel, the guy from the yes, cakes? And that's Ziegelmin. At Ziegelmin in Borough Park, yes. I get that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Well, well, Yoni, and you're... you're... I once, it once went as far as, it once went as far as Ziegelbaumski. I give all. So, 
when that happened, I was like, that's it. Well, you, you're in good company. <laughs> They're in good company because there's two superstars that have the last name Werdiger that people also have trouble with. It just turns into MBD or Yidl, oh. no last name. Yeah, so they both kind of just uh, let, it, let it be known who they are through their first names or through, you know, abbreviations. All right, so before I let you go, there's one thing we didn't discuss, of course, is mm-hmm. your your second duet on the album, which I, I'm sure means a lot to you, uh, Eli Schwab's song, Hoshana, mm-hmm. featuring not God Albas, not Avram Fried, not Mordechai and David, not Lipo, but your father. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. how, how easy yeah, of a decision yeah, yeah. was that to to take your father, who I, I don't know if he's known as a recording artist, because you know, I haven't gone through the albums to see if he's ever released anything, but to take, you know, your father right. and put him on your debut album, which is all out of this world, and here it's the slow song, a little chazanish. Was was that a simple decision for you? Um, no, difficult, no. Difficult, no. Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, today I feel highly accurate, Baruch Hashem. My father heard the song, and, you know, I ran, uh, my brother and my father uh, are like, I only have one brother. And, you know, my mother is like not so, I mean, obviously she loves music, but she's not the one who, is going to listen and tell me, go with this song, go with that song. My father is very musical. My father has a history in music with Hasks, and my father played Five of the Shoemaker in Hask 7, mm-hmm. and he himself is a Chazan, and my mother's father is a Chazan, a Sephardic Chazan. So uh, when my father heard it, he's like, this song is very touching, and he listened to it numerous times. And then uh, he goes, if you ever want to feature me on a song, please find me a song like this. <laughs> and I said to him, Hit, like hit, this? Nudge, nudge. I said, yes. Like this? No, I said like this or this. So he goes, "You want?" I said, "Yeah, I want to put you on it." Sure. I said, "Absolutely." So you know, we've always been extremely close, and and you know, I decided to kind of kind of put our singing, which has been for years, we've been singing together. It starts with the Shabbos table, to Rosh Hashanah Am Kippur, where he's a chazan, around traveling around the world for chazanis. Right. And I decided to kind of signature it now on the album with duetting this song with him. And I think it's a hauntingly beautiful song. So, um, you know, we, we might even try to do something interesting towards Sukkot for the song, mm-hmm. uh, specifically to highlight it. So, um, you know, it, but it was, it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't a hard choice to make at all. And I think he shines on it very, very much. You know, my father's a guy that he, he never took the spotlight. Right. You know, he was always a background kind of a guy. He, and he could have made albums and he could have, because he can sing. Right. But he just never was. And I said, Ta, I said, just, you know, let, I said, let's do an album for you someday. Let's, let's, let's create you something. And then I said, you know what? Just come on to my album and do a song. And, and then when he heard it and he loved it and the rest happened. Well, I, I happen to love it. I think your voices complement each other very nicely. I mean, it's a little bit of the Thank same you. tone voice, but it's not, you know. But then you have the older, deeper voice and the younger, you know, the younger, high-pitched voice. And, and I believe they've worked very well. Yeah, we have a similar color, but yes. at the same time, he's a baritone and I'm a tenor. Yeah, and Aishana's, you know, reaching out to Hashem, you know, saying, you know, save us. So to have, you know, that connection of a father's son beseeching together, you know, it's kind, very of, much. kind of like, you know, daddy, dear kind of thing, but all Hebrew. So it's, it, it definitely packs. Uh, interesting. You know, I never thought about that way, but that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a big it's impact. It's a little daddy, dear. Yeah. 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 Yoni, I yeah, want to, I want to wish you Mazel Tov and Etzloch Rabba. Amen. Thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you for having me on the show. And thank you to everyone who always listens and votes and, uh, you know, for all the singles that came out, and now for Tamba Reach that uh, last night, 
And uh, there, there are no words enough to say thank you. You know, I, you know, what's a star if his fans are missing? Nobody. He's nice. nothing. That's a good, so, that's a good line, I, Without you, there's no me. That's a good. That's a good line. With, well, you know, I never heard without it before. you, there's no me. Right now, that I heard before. Uh, that should, yeah. that sounds like a song for the next album. Without you, maybe. there's no me. Just maybe. So, so Tom Shichayo. Yeah. I, I know you were in Israel two, three weeks ago filming. Are we going to see music videos soon for Tom Shichayo? Uh, yes. Ooh. Affirmative. Affirmative. Uh, but it's not going to be uh, animation, we're is on a music it? Video right now. It's not an animation. Okay. This one is live. It's uh, we filmed it here in Israel, actually, and it's um, it's got summer feels, summer energy, mm-hmm. very very fun. Um, you know, I felt like Manaso is the epitome of winter, so we went now to the epitome of summer. Um. And this one was easier to film, by the way. Even though it was about 107 degrees, mm-hmm. I'd still take it over the minus six degrees of Manasa. <laughs> Rolling around in the snow. <laughs> but, uh, Are we going to see that blue car in the video? That, yeah. The one from your booklet? That, that vintage blue... Uh... You might see the blue car. You might see something close enough. Okay. Looking for it. Uh, if people, people want to book you or reach out to you, I mean, is there a website or it's based, best to use social media, Yoni? Right now, it's best to use social media. We're in the middle of building a website. Mm-hmm. Um, Yanki Katina is obviously the one to speak to in the U.S. Um, uh, U.S. and for people in Europe that obviously are you know speaking English, and in Israel, it's Maoz Abadi who's doing the managing here. Um, both contactable through my um, through my social media, and uh, you know can be found there. So. Um, if anyone is ever interested in anything, that it can be found easily, Baruch Hashem. Perfect. Thank you very much, Yoni Atzlacharaba. We're looking forward to seeing you back over here in the States where we can get together and do something unique. Amen. Right after Shabbos, I'll be home. Okay, I can't well, wait myself. We'll be in touch. Take care, Yoni. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yossi. All the time. My pleasure. This was Yoni Z here off his brand new album, Tom Vareach, composed by him, Daniel Kapler, featuring God Elbaz, and you, my friends, are tuned into the Zeroport Live Jewish Entertainment Network. Zamshat, in Zeminale Klaus Ruai Kulano Amechad, 
No me tanto en alejabans, mis amigas. If in the start, I both the peace, I dance the on my heart.
Temer, Ki Nicham. Wow, Bless and the Bass. That is off their album actually entitled Ki Nicham. Uh, so Zemmer Volume 4. You, my friends, are tuned into the Zierport Live. So it is 1 o'clock. We should be ending this show, but I got a few more songs to go. Uh, in-depth interview with Yoni Z was truly amazing. We just got to get to a few more songs. I won't let you guys go, so hopefully you'll enjoy it. Next up, it's a brand new single from Israeli artist Mayor Green. With all the buzz around the new campaign in Israel, Lashon Hara, handing out for free the their popular bracelets and bumper stickers, gaining popularity in Israel and the world, Shuki decided to partner up with young pop star Mayor Green by releasing the campaign's official song and music video, Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is a pop funk song, getting you addicted to the famous phrase, Lashon Hara, Lomedeber Eli. The entire campaign was started by social media star, Shuki Salmon. So, ladies and gentlemen, the U.S. premiere right here, right now. Mayor Green, Lashonara, Lomita Berilai. Z-Report Live Lunch, Jewish Entertainment Network. לשון הרע זה פשוט די, די, די.
Zohar to Esashem, Esashem Eloikeho, Ki you and Lucene Lecho, Koyach Lasso is Royil.
Freed with Koyach. That is a blast from the past. And that is, of course, from this week's Parsha. Parsha's Akev. Hope everybody's having a fabulous day. Like I said, we're a little bit over time. We've got like three or four songs left to go. We'll get right to it. Milach Cohn dropped a brand new song literally right after our show last week. And we're excited to get it for you right here. Zevi Feed presents Vizayis Hatayra by Milach Cohn, produced by Ellie Lashinsky, accused by Rami Burkow, and background vocals by Ellie Spry and Zevi Freed. Here you go, world broadcast premiere right here, right now. Milach Cohn, Vizay Satira, and you're tuned in to the Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Bye, Neva, Mitzvah, 
single B'nai HaMelech from newcomer Joey Newcomb. Joey Yosef Newcomb, he's a composer and he's a guitar player. This is his debut single. He says, I feel that we talk so much about Havas Yisrael and the ticking that it brings and I hope that maybe through the power of music, people may feel the need to make it happen a little bit more. I wrote this song right after Mincha I experienced in Queens, New York when I was davening next to many different types of Jews and it dawned upon me that we're all really in the same boat. I wrote the, wrote the words right after Mincha. The video is filmed in Brooklyn, and there are many different Jews in Israel. The ultimate place we all want to be, where you can also find every type of Jew. I'm sorry not every type is mentioned. However, I would like to have this song. I didn't want this song to be too long. I hope it brings the message of love and peace to our people, and maybe merit the ultimate redemption. You can see the song uh, and music video on YouTube. Next up, it's our last two songs of the day. French-Israeli singer Fall Ben released a brand new single just the other day. Merci Hashem is a blast of summer with fresh rock vibes mixed with an electronic beat. With words easy to connect to, Merci Hashem is all about praise to the one above. Fall sings in both Hebrew and French, thanking Hashem for the good that he does for us each and every day. Rafal is known also because of his unique style that blends French and worldwide variety of songs into the prayers. Rafal serves as a chazan in shows in both France and London, and he performs at Chupot at many venues around Europe and Israel. Ladies and gentlemen, the U.S. broadcast premiere, Rafal Ben, merci Hashem, and you, my friends, are tuned in to the Z-Report Live on Scoop Radio. <laughs>
jour qui se lève Tournons nos yeux vers le ciel Et qui indique nos métiers Le monde et toutes ses merveilles Un bon matin du soleil Rien de tout cela n'est naturel Merci oh HM Tu es notre éternel Un souffle, un sourire, un regard Je te sens là quelque part Chaque pas tu m'accompagnes Tu es ma force pour enfin Pour toi je gagne les batailles Pour nos différences et pour ces millions de chances Merci HM
Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the stream, but don't touch that dial. More great Jewish music is coming your way right here. Jewish Entertainment Network, Scoop Radio. Report 